everyone. This is Let Us Be Idiots with your host, Matteo Pascali. And we are back with another installment of uh, Rusty Shackelford back in the air with us. And we're doing this time over the phone instead of Zoom. And the fact we're doing it over the phone makes me feel like I'm Don Imus. I have no idea who that is. He was like a really hateful shock jock that died like two years ago. Really oh, hateful. Oh man, you're next. You are going to be next. Probably. And uh, Rusty has a lot of interesting stories about me and him we'd like to share in the air today. Uh, should we take it away with me being the tackiest guinea in the world? Yeah, if you can believe it, Matteo is, in fact, the tackiest guinea in the entire world. Uh, so we, uh, me and my wife, uh, Busty Shackelford, she, we were flying back to the East Coast to see how many people we can see in like a four or five day span. It was a terribly planned trip which just ended with us, uh, ended up just sitting in traffic half of each day, just trying to make shit convenient for other people. It was some bullshit. Mm. But we wanted to make sure we saw Mateo. And so we fought a rush hour traffic getting into the city, and we went to Jekyll and Hyde. Uh, Mateo, what are your thoughts, feelings, and history with Jekyll and Hyde, the uh, spooky restaurant? Uh, never been to that one. I've only been to the main location, which got shut down immediately when COVID hit, like like a week into it. So I never went to their smaller venue. Yeah, the, the original OG flagship, Jekyll and Hyde, was actually pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, I, I went as a child, but that shit blew my mind. And, and everything was functioning still then. This time, we're at the smaller shop that they had, which was basically, you know, their B location. Like, it's, it's With much D, smaller. D, because they had two other locations to close down. That was their last oh, one. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow. I don't know why they stuck with that one. That is a bad, it's a bad setup in a bad location. Uh, we went there, and it was a gorgeous, absolutely astonishing, beautiful day outside. And so we decided to go into Jekyll and Hyde, which is a dank, desolate, crusty small space and they uh it was so dark in there and it was it felt like we went we were like the uh like brig of a ship or something it was so hot and like somewhat moist in the air too oh yeah no, no that's they in had... new york for you baby in there in the summer <laughs> uh, welcome to the big apple baby um so uh this is this is a bare bones operation you know you see the joke there bones bones yeah, are yeah i got it i got it uh, yeah, this is a bare-bones operation where I think they had one person working the kitchen, they had one waitress, they had one bartender, and then they had one guy who was, uh, what did he say, he's the concierge or our host? A host, whatever, some shit like that. He, he looks like shit. And I don't, I, you know, I don't want to... Fat shame. I don't want to go too hard on this guy, because, you know, he's, he's just trying to make a dime here, but... Yeah. Um, so they have people, usually at the original Jekyll and Hyde, they would have lots of uh, people in, in stupid, tacky costumes and characters one wandering guy. around. They come up to your table, and, you know, they creep on, like, you know, the pretty girls at the table, and they fuck with the guys. Like, it's, it's you know, it's a classic setup. Yeah. Um, but they did not have that set up here. It was just one guy working the entire restaurant, which was fine because there was only one other table that had people at it there. <laughs> nobody, nobody was there. And we almost bought, we almost pre-bought tickets, which would have been about like 90 triple, to 100 tri- bucks. It would be triple the expense. It would have been triple the expense for the same exact shitty experience. It was crazy. 
like just how how bare bones this thing was. It was hot as a motherfucker, and they did not put the AC on. And and they they were saying it's because they are the uh, Freon guy didn't come to inject Freon into the fucking AC, and it's like that is bullshit. It is hot like this all the time, except for probably Saturday nights, which is the only time people come, according to the staff. Um, but yeah, this. This poor bastard's layered all the way up. Like he's wearing like a red like pea coat thing. He's got like a half fantasy opera hat. mask. The top he had a, a tiny top hat that was slightly slightly obscured, like a Papa Shango kind of thing. Yeah. And, and he uh and yeah, he was, you know, walking with his cane and he was really working that cane. Like I feel like they usually have the cane as a prop for, you know, to be like, oh my god, doctor, whatever the hell your name is, you can watch us fine, this is so spooky, but this guy was actually just, like, using the cane to, to make his walking easier, it was brutal to see. He was so hot um, and, and fat. <laughs> <laughs> and so he, he I don't mean hot as a good looking, not a chubby chaser, even though I am with women, but not with men. Oh, I know you'd be snacking on that guy's ass if you knew it was on the menu. Probably. It was a woman. <laughs> it was a woman. Oh, yeah. If you think about him as a woman, you are still a straight boy. Yeah, the scent um, of a woman. Uh, he had the scent of something. Yeah, I don't know was what that joke. was. I know. That's what I, I knew. I knew you were going to remember it. It was, yeah, it was probably brimstone and ball sack was what we were picking <laughs> up on. Yeah, very spooky stuff. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so he uh, comes up to our table and, like, uh, you know, they're like, they're like, oh, or, yeah, they're like, you know, sit wherever the fuck you guys want. And we're like, okay, we'll take this one over here by the bathroom. Um, and so then that guy <laughs> comes over to greet us. And yeah, I, I guess he's technically the host. Um, and so he came up and then before he even said anything, Mateo just goes, oh, are you the waiter? <laughs> and then he was like, no, like I'm the concierge. And you were like, oh, and then he tried to be like, oh, and then he goes, um, uh, he looks at me and my wife and he's like, oh, you guys are visiting from New Jersey. And then uh, my wife was like, oh, well, we're from New Jersey. How did you know that? And then he goes, uh, the walls have ears and they hear things. And then goes, oh, really? Uh, the walls have ears? Did they <laughs> did they hear me saying that you guys should turn the AC on? And that just completely obliterated this guy's spirit. He did not really fuck with us for the rest of uh, no, he didn't. the no. experience. He knew we were going to be jack-offs. Because it was double disrespect. You're like basically like, are you the boy who's going to bring me my food? And then, uh, yeah, the wife. Is I didn't mean. Like, ah, I didn't mean that. Here, I, I did not talk. mean that out of disrespect. I just happened no, to be no, disrespectful. No, I know that, but that's that's what makes it so much fucking funnier. Um, and so, yeah, we we were late getting there. Sorry again, Mateo. Um, but they, it, it was just insane, insane traffic, and we didn't think we'd hit that much traffic on a Sunday. Um, but I guess it was. Was it? No, that wasn't Pride, was it? No, Pride started this week. Right, right, right. I knew that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we were late, and so uh, Mateo had been sitting there for a while before we got there. Two hours sitting at the sitting out the bar, getting a cool buzz going. Um, yeah. So then we, so then we uh, are all seated, and you know this guy comes and goes, and like it's just we're we're very uncomfortable. Um. And so I was loving all of it. Oh, I loved it too, but I, I, I just felt like uh, I felt like they could probably hear everything we were saying because I went to the bathroom at one point. And you were talking at a very reasonable volume, uh, and I could just hear it as if I was in the room with you. So that they definitely <laughs> heard us ripping on them the entire time. Probably. Oh, and, and the only other table that was there, or the only other guests that were there at, the, at the, another table, was this like really cute, like Aryan-looking. Yeah, white Aryan. Family. How I like it, family. That's how you like it. You like it like that, but they don't like you, bud. I know. <laughs> they um, or my wife. 
my Jewish wife. My wife. And so yeah, they the the parents, especially the mom, the mom was absolutely wasted. I know. And you could tell she was just having the time of her life in this fucking desolate pit. Um all of so they they moved all of the um like i guess you can call them attractions or whatever like they have a bunch of animatronic crap all over the walls that's programmed to go off um i think every nine or eleven minutes they said Uh 20 20. did they yeah i thought it was like nine i thought it was nine or eleven but whatever nine eleven every nine eleven minutes (laughs) it goes off it just pops off like every nine eleven minutes just comes down you hear the boom you hear the boom boom. yeah here comes the boom (laughs) Um, and so, yeah, all of all of the stuff, because they took it from, like, the flagship store, which had all of the cool shit. Because I had actually been to this location before, and it was garbage. It was like they had nothing there. So they got all of the big props there. But all of this crap now is, is probably more than, like, more definitely more than 20 years old, possibly 30 years old. Well, you've you um, been to a small location, the D location we went to before? Yeah, I, I had been there, and I remember when I went the first time, it was a much lesser experience, because we didn't realize that there was a difference in scale to like the two locations. So the we were three. like, ah. the, the back then there were three. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, what a tragedy. New York, <laughs> yeah, needs, I know. Uh, some more creepatoriums there. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, so th- they have all of like the main shit, but it's all so fucking rickety and busted. And, uh, the, the guy who's the host, uh, so like the main, the main show is always, uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Hyde. Both uh, coordinating an attempt to uh, what's the word resurrect Frankenstein or, yeah, yeah, or yeah. put life into Frankenstein. And they yeah. have an animatronic Frankenstein that's on a platform suspended in the air, and he's got like a blanket over him. Yep. Um, and so uh, they have an animatronic Doctor uh, Doctor Jekyll, and I can't remember what I wish I could remember what they called the experiment because it sounded like just some serious bullshit made up words. Um, yeah, I, I it was like pure con artistry language. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's exactly. Um, and you might so, as well come like, from the Twitter feed of Elon Musk. <laughs> hey, that's the real deal, man. Now, if he was if he was our concierge uh, at, at Jekyll and Hyde, I would have left a five star review. He would have had me sincerely spooked. Um, Probably. He, so yeah. So they have the animatronic thing going off, and it's like uh, it's talking about how it's going to use more power. And then this, uh, the old, like the black dude just comes up and he's like, no, and he, his heart is just not in his performance. And he's, you could tell he does this act like 10 times a day. And it's like, it's just, it, it's soul crushing. I imagine. Probably. Um, so then it's like, no, Dr. Jekyll, that's too much power. And then it's like, shut up boy. Like, ah, and then they, they start the experiment. And, uh, so then it's like all this lightning, uh, like effects are going off sound and light. And then, um, the animatronic thing starts to sit up and he's like, no, it's too much power. And then, you know, the, the Jekyll thing is like, ah, fuck you. <laughs> and so then the animatronic Frankenstein just gets caught halfway through it going up. You know, and these are old, old animatronics. So it just needed a little assistance. So this, this guy was, his whole act is like, it's like, you can't do it. It's too much power and it's dangerous. But then it's like, he has to, he uses his cane to, to just poke at the, <laughs> To poke at the Frankenstein so that it can complete its full rotation and then go back into the home position. Um, and then, yeah, and then it just turned into, uh, they start playing that song, I've Got the Power, and that guy just started dancing. It was really crappy. It was just so bad. I like the food. Um, I think the food's pretty okay. The food was shockingly decent. How was your steak? Very good. Very good. How'd you have that cooked? Medium rare. 
that's my boy right there. Yeah. That's yeah, that's medium spooky. That's yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. what they should call it. How spooky do you want your steak? I want mine tape bleeding from the walls. Um, I want mine so, yeah, tape worms. I, <laughs> my my uh, penne vodka was ag- I don't even know why I chose to order that. I just am compelled to get that at any restaurant. But uh, it was, it was actually really fucking good. Yeah, it was. I tried can't to remember what the old wife got. Um, so yeah, we get we get some cocktails going. They are so weak. They're so I know weak. they really are. And you could just tell they had like that that bad synthetic kind of flavoring in them. Um, so yeah, we, we got we got a cool buzz going. Um, but actually, before before we put our order in for our food, uh, Mateo makes the declaration that we have this cover today, as in me and my wife, um, because they had a, discussed previously. Because like I said earlier, we were going to buy tickets in advance, which would give you um, access to them, like whatever you want on the menu. Yeah. Um, thank you get, God. Like, a thank dessert. God. I didn't do it. Thank God. Thank Christ. I mean, th- th- on the website, it makes it seem like you have that's the to. only thing you can do. Yeah, where it's like, heh, we'll have you know that people in New York love to be spooked, so you really need to book ahead. And it's like this place, it's, there was no need for like, there's no need for reservations or anything. They are that's a di- like that place is going to be gone in a couple of years for sure. Probably unless somebody, unless like whoever's invested in it is like one of those psycho people who's willing to just lose money forever because they yeah, have, like, take a it as a loss tax wise. Oh, maybe. Yeah, but yeah, so. uh they, they, uh, my wife was going to order or buy our, tickets, buy our tickets ahead of time, and and the agreement would be that Mateo would pay back, uh, the following Tuesday. But that was for buying tickets in advance, that was the understanding. I was not part of this conversation, so this whole thing blindsided me. Um, so then Mateo's like, Oh, you know, you guys like are gonna cover this, right? I'll pay you back like next week, and then, uh, I'm like, Absolutely not, and then you were like. <laughs> Oh, well, we discussed it. We discussed it, and I'll show you the text messages. So there was there was a text exchange regarding money between you and the old ball and chain. Yeah. Uh, and so we're like, okay, you know what? Fine. Because you're like, I don't have any money on me. Like, I, 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 I didn't at that point. No, I know. No, and that's fine. Like, I mean, it's it's funny. It's it's like, you, and you did pay us back, so honestly, not a big deal at all. Like, it's those motherfuckers who, like, always have a bunch of excuses why no, they can't I, pay. I, I, when I got the money from my job, when I'm in ch- chat game, I gave it to you guys. Yeah, you're a man of your word. I'm a man of my word. <laughs> so, um, so then it's like, all right, well, fine, Mateo, we'll we'll pay for you. And then you're like, hmm, how do I want my steak cooked? Which is just the funniest fucking thing. Because like growing up, like whenever I went out with like, if I went out with another family or like, you know, if I, if somebody was buying my dinner, um, I would always go cheap. Now I don't do that because now I'm like, you know what? I'm going to live it up. But, uh, that's how uh, I view everything. Yeah, you might as well do it right. Yeah, do it right. Um, so, <clears throat> some tails checking out their steaks. He gets himself a nice medium rare one. Um, we're all ordering drinks, and uh, yeah, the the show is like just absolutely, absolutely dreadful. It's, I mean, it's not even a show. It's, it's all very show. random shit too. It's like they have a sphinx on the wall that like you know starts fucking talking shit. They have paintings that like have shifty eyes. Like it's all run down and it all looks like garbage. And it looks, it's like it's supposed to be a spooky place, but it looks like there's just dust everywhere because they're not taking care of it, not as like an aesthetic choice. Yeah, just because you're cheap, you're cheap, cheap. <laughs> so no then good. we're uh, our meals wrapping up, um, and then the the check comes, uh, and we're we're ready to get out of there because well, Mateo originally was like wanting to get dessert, and I'm like, I don't want to be in this place anymore because okay. it's so fucking hot, <laughs> and it's like honestly, like just watching this this old black guy. 
schlepping it back and forth like it just, <laughs> he was wearing like a fucking petticoat it was a petticoat it's called a petticoat that's how petty you are about not playing to be there it's a petticoat he's my pettiness <laughs> but it's like he's layered the fuck up and i'm i also just don't understand what his character was it was like half Phantom of the opera half Captain Hook, half, half fucking, Igor. Uh, half fucking COVID concerned fat guy. <laughs> he had on he had on the mask too. I know like, he did. I know he did. That was like you have several one. masks on. Get rid of one of them, brother. And he had face um, paint. And he had face paint too. It was like so busy, but it didn't read well at all. It's like I under I see all of these individual items that you're wearing, but I don't know what they make up. It's, like, it's it definitely not. It doesn't come together. It does not come together like a Picasso. No, and yeah, and you, you just know that nobody's check doing checking on his character work at all. Like they're just basically like, look, you get twenty bucks at the end of the night in a free drink, okay? We don't care, okay? Um, and so yeah, he, uh, yeah, he was just schlepping it back and forth. The waitress was pretty nice too. She was. Um, so then the bills, uh, we're like ready to get out of there. Natalia wanted to get dessert, but I'm like, I don't want to get no, dessert we're, here. We're, we're, we're else other, we went to the butter place. Not jumping forward, but finish store. Oh yeah, gotta plug the brand. Then, um, so then the, our bill comes, and then a second bill comes, and it is Mateo's bill from the bar from before we got there, which was like forty bucks, um, and we also tipped on top. So like Mateo just we just ordered a forty dollars worth of alcohol because when when he when you when they said that the uh, the drink bill was coming, and I was like, what did you get? And you were like, ah, two sodas. And it's like two sodas do not cost forty dollars. I was implying they had rum in them or soda of rum. <laughs> Yeah, so then uh, we ended up paying him, uh, paying for the bill, uh, this tacky fucking guinea over here. <laughs> it's just, you know, you meet up, and then it's like, not only not only is he ordering the most expensive thing on the menu, but he also ran up a bar tab before you got there that is assumed that you'll be taking care of it. It's <laughs> so, so, so tacky. unbelievably tacky. <laughs> I, now when you put it like that, I see how tacky it is. It's, I can't believe you didn't see it before. Like I thought I you were working an angle. Like I thought this whole thing was going to be one of those things where you have somebody do like one of those times when you have somebody do something for you, even though you don't need them to, just so you can get off on having people do it for you. Uh, that's a big that's thing my, I have. That's, that's, a, that's a big thing I have. <laughs> like called Prince syndrome. <laughs> so then, yeah, we uh, <laughs> then we um, we ended up going to a bakery. Oh, before we were like, as we're leaving, you're like, ah, oh, you guys want to go to another bar? There's a bakery around here too, and it's like, do we want to go to another bar for what? To buy you more drinks, you fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> um. So then, yeah, we uh, we ended up like going to the uh, get grabbing some dessert, and then you uh ended up suckering us into giving you a ride home. Like I was so adamant about not giving you the ride home. It's like, on the way to your destination. It really was. I guess uh, it was, yeah, We but we had been, like, getting into the city. I don't know why, but it took hours to get there. It sucked so much dick. Okay. Um, but I'm glad we did it because it was, like, it was It's really worth it. Now we're recording this uh, episode, and I think it's a great time to segue into one of my other weird, tacky moments of Guido-ness. Oh, you, oh yeah. Um, one time I picked Mateo up from the airport, and Mateo's always uh, got a hankering for fried chicken. Oh, like, yeah. I, I feel like... I feel like you could eat fried chicken at any point in the day. Oh, I absolutely true? can. Absolutely can. I've seen you do it. Um, so uh, there's a place uh, here in my state of residence called Church's Chicken. It's a it's, chain. Uh, it's a chain. It is a chain. It, is it? Is it international? It's, an, it's a national chain. Or, or national? It's a national um, chain. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I want a Church's Chicken. I mean, I think the church needs to go to every major city uh, in the country. That would really change things. You're talking about the religion um, aspect or the fast food chain? 
the fast food chain. Oh, thank God. But thank God. Maybe, Praise maybe the Lord. working in working in some religious aspects. Got it. I like. To, yeah, we always like to say that I'll be holding church uh, in in the living room every <laughs> Sunday, and that's church is chicken, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so uh, we're on the way back from the airport. Uh, I was picking Teo up because it's just it's just easier that way. It is. Um, so then um, we we have. Uh, I asked him if he wants food or whatever. Or actually, the, the previous time you'd come, we've got we bought Church's chicken. And then this time you were craving it immediately after landing. And so we uh, pull off. It is on the way back from the airport. It is. And then uh, we go through, and um, Mateo just orders uh, a ton of shit. I ate all of it. Ton. He and he did eat all of it. But he was trying to get, um, what was it? Oh, they have things called honey, honey buns. The honey bun. The hun- no, it's the honey biscuits. And so your meal already came with one, but you wanted to add more on. And like the woman who's working the the uh, check or the drive through there is this insanely, ludicrously hot like Asian woman. I'm just not understanding what she's doing there at all. Like I feel like she would be so much better suited to anywhere else and make more money. Um, and so, but there was like a little bit of a language issue, but also just, it's like that, like scratchy, uh, intercom thing they have too. That's like making it hard. And so you keep going off about the honey biscuits and she keeps reading back the order, but she isn't saying like the honey biscuits. And then you just kept leaning over me and screaming, the honey biscuits. And you just kept screaming that. And then eventually she was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And so they get it. And then as we're like, right when he puts his order in, he takes his wallet out and he goes, I'm going to get this. Don't worry. And it's like, uh, you're goddamn right. You're going to get this because <laughs> you're the only one ordering. I'm driving you. I'm not getting anything. The fact that you even had to make that distinction is so sick. It's so sick. <laughs> sick or sad? Both. It's yeah. Just like, ah, you know what? Let me, uh, let me get this. This is, you know, yeah, thanks for picking me up from the airport. The least, literally, this is the least I can do is buy my own meal. <laughs> And it was like it was like thirty dollars worth of like fried chicken products too. Yeah, yeah, and you did eat all of it. And I was wearing a very big gold chain. Oh yes, you were. Oh, the chain was what made it the best. What was it? What was on the? Was it a big cross? It was what a was giant that? cross with diamonds on it. Love it. Oh, how unbelievably tacky the whole the whole exchange. And yeah, you wearing that that cross made it so much fucking better. I find the cross. Uh, I find that piece of jewelry very entertaining. Oh, it's tremendous. It's really tremendous. It's like, it's so, so over the top. <laughs> I didn't even buy that. My grandmother bought that for me before she died. Oh, that's nice. It's a nice little memento. It's a memento, but I like how, like, she bought, like, he's living in America. He's living in New York. He's a rapper. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she was like, before I go, I just want to, before I leave this, like, mortal plane, I want to make sure my grandson is the guineas guinea before I leave. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know I'm not going to be around all like forever, Matteo. I want you to have this gold chain so that you can think about how greasy and Italian you are. <laughs> uh, you, a, you, you told me a story on the the the, the behind the scenes about your hairy. I, I got to hear this. Get your hands off my hairy story. Who boy, this one is scary. Okay, what is it? So um, I'm a, I'm a late I'm a night owl. Everybody okay. knows that. Okay. I like to I like to go like I, most people like try to go to bars at like nine o'clock. I that's outrageous to me. I like to I'm a late I'm a night owl. I like to go late, shut the whole horror down, and then uh, take it from there. Yeah. So I left my, I left my apartment at about probably like eleven fifteen. Okay. Um, and and I'm uh, I walk to my favorite bars, this Deadhead Bar. 
Oh man, just to tease something uh, for a future episode, this will take an entire episode. There is a cokehead conspiracy that I cannot wait to tell you about, but it requires its own episode. Oh, we'll, but, we'll, 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 we'll do that in two weeks. Absolutely. So um, I'm, I'm walking to the my favorite deadhead bar, um, and there's this one. There's a bus stop uh, right next to like actually there's two bus stops at the end of my block on each side, and so I'm walking past one, and it's uh, connected to. Uh, an auto repair shop. What, 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 is, what kind of is it like a independent or auto boys? Like, um, it's a grease monkey. So they got a few, they got okay. a few locations. Okay. Um, and so, uh, next to that bus stop, that bus, I hate walking past that bus the bus stop. The buyer. Oh my God. That place is awful. Well, there's, there's two. I, yeah, I, I know. It feels too. awful. I feel that whole, it does not feel good. No. Um, and yeah, that now that, that little stretch of block since you've been here has been totally surrendered to the community. Like, so it's like at the end of our block, we have that horrible bus stop with the Papa John's Metro PCS. Yeah. Um, and the liquor store, which is just a horrible, horrible, horrible. Spot. That's a horrible like trifecta right there. Three different brands. Oh, yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, it's like you can get everything you need. You can get your burner phone. You can get yourself some cheap pizza and you can get yourself some booze and get on a bus. Exactly. Um, That's not going to bring good people. My wife saw two people fucking behind the bus stop now this isn't a sealed this isn't like a sealed wall kind of thing where it's like oh you know you just see their feet it's like more like a gateway like it's a bench that and then there's nothing behind it so it's like they thought that just by the concept of being behind the bus stop that they were invisible and it's like there has to be something that you're actually behind and they were just fucking in the like broad daylight it's beautiful um, i guess so that's the one and then one block over is where the uh um auto repair thing is with the other bus stop now, yeah that the bus, old yeah, rim job really, yeah those people uh the people out there are so like just concerning like i i've been offered like pcp and angel dust and all this other shit there like so many times <laughs> and, like, ah, guys you know i had a really big dinner i couldn't do pcp right now even if i wanted to and i don't um, <laughs> that's just not good <laughs> and so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm heading out and I'm walking across, like there's a little grass patch that's, uh, in between the sidewalk and the street. And there's a, a girl sitting there and she's like a little blonde girl, um, just sitting there like with all of her crap, like a bag. And I, I couldn't tell if she was homeless or if she was like just one of those people who got super fucked up at a concert nearby. And then just was like, you know, posting up for a second to gather her bearings. Uh-huh. Uh, and so she, compliments me on how um, incredibly good looking i am okay. i'm like oh you please stop um so then uh I i'll go be out, like I, dying at the, i was like the minute when women start doing that to me i like i'll be like fawning so hard oh yeah i was yeah i was trying not to engage because yeah she just looked like she was on some drugs too okay. um like her, her eyes just like i her bugged eyes looked out, yeah. wild like bugged out but they also just looked like a different color all across that I, I hadn't seen before it was very yeah very weird stuff and so yeah that, that's about eleven fifteen. um so i go i shut down i shut down that old bar um so i'm like coming back at about like two fifteen, and i'm walking past the Seven Eleven, um and i'm crossing the parking lot and then there she is and she comes up and uh she's like hey man like i saw you earlier can you help me and I was like, oh, uh, what do you need? And then she was like, those fuckers in there. And she points to the 7-Eleven, uh, won't let me use the bathroom unless I'm with somebody. And I was like, oh, uh, really? And I'm, like, I'm super fucked up at this point. And so I'm basically like, those guys sound like big jerks. Those guys sound like big jerks. They can't do that. Sure, I'll help you get access to the bathroom. So then we both go in. And I'm basically like, we walk to, because um, there's the front counter. And then behind the counter to the left 
there's a little like hallway nook kind of thing. It's like a back corner where the bathroom yeah, is. And uh, so many Seven Elevens have those. So many. Exactly. So many. So many. Exactly. And so I, I walk her to there, and like the guy, the two guys who are working there are, are they're generally pretty tooty dudes. Like they're like, they're just dickheads, and like they just they also just like hate all of the locals. So um, I'm like, I walk her to the edge of that hallway, and I'm like, uh, I was like, all right, you know, go ahead. And she goes, no. And I was like. What, wait, don't you have to go to the bathroom? And she was like, I do, but you have to go first. And I was like, I don't have to go to the bathroom. And then she was like, you just go in there first. And I was like, I don't want, I don't want to. Like, I, I don't have to go. Um, and I thought you said you had to go. And then she's like, I do have to go, but you have to go first. And so then I'm like, uh, I was oh, I like, get where I she's think, going with this. I was like, okay, well, I, I think that the uh, door's unlocked. And so then I, I, I fuck with the handle and I'm like, yeah, it's good to go. And then she cornered me in the back, uh, in that back nook there. And there was no place for me to go. Cause she puts her arms out. Like she spreads her arms out to make like a human barrier. And like, I, it's really late at night. I'm wasted. And I'm like in an area with this woman. And what I really want to do is just fucking like grab her face and just throw her and then just get the hell out of there. Cause I knew that this was going to be in no good. Um, so then she's like talking about how hard, like she, in her hands are up the whole time and she keeps moving closer to me and she's like, Oh, uh, you know, like what's the matter? Like, you don't want to hang out. And I was like, I was like, I have to go home. And she was like, so you don't want to like hang with me. And I was like, I was like, I have a, like at the time we were dating, I was like, I have a girlfriend at home that I love. So, um, yeah, no, I'm like, so sorry about that. But I was like, but you should use the bathroom. And then she starts going like, how old are you? And, uh, I think I was like 26 or 27 at the time. And uh, then she's like, um, what's the matter? You don't want to walk a mile in my shoes, huh? And I was like, I have my own shoes to walk in. So, like, I was like, if you need to use the bathroom, go for it. But otherwise, I was like, I got to get going. And so she wasn't letting me leave. Um, and then the, the the two staff, like, the staff guys um, are, like, finagling around. And I want to get their attention, but they're just, like, out of, like, like I didn't want to make, like, a big scene. And so I was waiting for them to come a little closer and then uh, the woman just lunged forward and she, uh, with her hand, like a, like a, if you were to be receiving a, like a high five from up high, like your hand is like an open palm. She slides it into my pants down, like down, like down my pants through like, oh, like, and she got through my underwear too. And she basically just like got very close to the tip of my packer. But it, it's like, I, I, like, I bounced back a little bit further. Um, and I, I like, I'm terrified. And then the, guys who work there walking by and then i was like excuse me help me and then she turned her head and then i just fucking booked it out of there and i started walking um, walking real fast and then she just started chasing after me being like why don't you grow the fuck up why don't you act your own goddamn age grow up grow up and like she looked 35 years older than when i'd seen her earlier in the night like her, she looked much more wrinkled and like bombed out and yet she just scared the absolute fucking hell out of me and that was like that could have been a disaster either like no matter how it played out there is no way that that was gonna work out for your boy no like it's just it was like okay so i can either hit this lady and then everybody's gonna call me a woman hitter um i could go for it and everybody's gonna call me a dirty dirty cat like it's like there's just no there's no winning for me and so yeah like i booked it yeah she chased me out fucking screaming all that shit and uh i just kept being like have a good night uh, but yeah, that's that's the Haria. Um, because she did not Haria. touch my penis. No. She did not touch my penis, but she did touch all of my pubic hair. And so that's the that's the the Haria is the space between your dick and your belly button. I, yeah, that's what Haria. I would consider. Yeah, the, the gateway, as I like to call it. Oh yes. 
There was a story about the mattress, right? Or no? Oh, yeah. This one's, you're going to like this. Okay. So there is a uh, fucking Dago fuck who lives in Jersey. Um, oh, and I know this guy, story. I know the story. Yeah, yeah. This guy is a fucking, this guy's like super tacky. And he's like basically, he's like a, he's a con man. I, I, I would classify no, him he, as he a con would. man. No, uh, yeah, most New Jersey is at this point. Yeah. He's doing contract work and he'll basically like will hire a bunch of Mexican guys and he makes sure he pays them because, you know, truth is they work faster <laughs> than the white boys. They do. Um, and then he would hire his friends um, and uh, like friends to do it. And then he would just leverage their friendship slash their pay uh, on personal petty shit. Like it basically be like, I'm not going to pay you until like two weeks from now because for this reason. And it's like, but he always made sure he paid the uh, the Spanish boys. Um, and so he, uh, he let me pull up this post actually. Please do. So he, Read exactly what it uh, says. So he used to work for his uh, girlfriend's dad's pool company. And then he got all of his friends jobs at the pool company. That relationship did not last very like it, they were together for a while but it did not last and so they ended up before they even got engaged or married they bought a house together big big mistake it's a big mistake they then they got engaged and then the, the relationship fell apart and so it's like now you stupid fucks have like a fucking mortgage that you signed on you got it's like not even working um and so he uh wait actually let me pull this guy up please please do I'll, I'll cut it if there's too much dead air yeah uh, perfect i love that so, uh, yeah, this guy, um, he's, like, real short, and he's, like, really jacked because he takes steroids, like, lots and lots of steroids. And he has, like, rage fits. And so, um, just a little side note about him. He <laughs> he was seeing this one girl who was also taking steroids. That's really bad for just, women. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, her boobs, like, basically turned into, like, just pecs. And yeah, they, they harden. It's really weird. Yeah. Um, and so they, they apparently would beat the shit out of each other all the time. Like, <laughs> they would like, they would be doing closed fist stuff. And That's so what we call he, brawl, like a homosexual domestic abuse uh, case. Yes, yes, they're both gay. Um, so she, uh, so yeah, they they would get into physical fucking fights, and he would punch her, and she would punch him. Um, I think he, I like to believe that he wouldn't punch her until she punched him probably but you know that doesn't make too much of a difference it does anyway. it really doesn't when you think about it like really objectively yeah. when no. the cops show up you're still going to be the guy who punched that girl um the one so, with tits and a dick yeah and so there there was once a oh, fucking I fucked that video joke. i fucked that joke up <laughs> you want to give it another shot no i really don't people get like, <laughs> tits and you got hard tits and a you, oh, people yeah. get what i was trying to say Everybody likes a hard body. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, th there, there's a fucking hilarious, hilarious video that he sent. Um, I, it was probably over like Snapchat or something to all of his friends because he would he would just get into a position where he was being domestically abused, and he would like it's like it's loose loose. It's like I can hit you back, but it's just gonna make you mad. Or it's like I can run, but you're just gonna chase me. Like there was just nothing he could do to escape like this fate. It's like you have to leave this woman, and also you both have to stop doing steroids. It's not helping. So oh, I know I've done too many steroids in my life. Yeah, so he sent out a video on Snapchat of her. Uh, like he's he's like it's like super dark, and it looks like he's been crying, and you can hear like a lot of commotion in the background, and he's like, "Help me, help me, please, shut me!" And then she's in the background, and like, like she's breaking like, shit like the Hulk. Yeah, yeah. As as he's saying all of that, she's mocking him, going, "Help me, help me!" And then he's like, "Please!" And so it's it just looked like a big old scene. And and ultimately, they did have a uh, 
like a, a true, true fight where like it was like not stopping. And then eventually uh, my one friend went and picked him up. It was basically like, you have to get out of here and never talk to this girl again. Um, but anyway, so this guy fell out with uh, with his ex. And so he couldn't work for uh, her dad anymore. His dad, her dad also paid for that house. So he was fucking furious. And so then this guy goes and starts his own um, like pool company yeah, kind I of guess. thing. Yeah, cool. Yeah, a cool, and cool so, company. And you, know, and you know those small time contractors, it's all about like Power. presenting the image that you're not small time. Like that it's like you could take anything, you could do anything, you drive a nice car, and it's like you don't do any of those things. No, you don't, yeah. And so um, this is the tackiest thing ever. Um, I will not use these guys' names, but it's Please two don't. Spanish men. Uh, it's two Spanish men uh, <laughs> who, and the, I, I'll, I will not use their names, but I'll, I will continue with the post. This guy posted this on the internet, on social media, to, to exclusively to put himself over and talk about how great he is. Okay, read so, it. Read, let it rip. Read it. Two Spanish names have been have been busting their asses for me all year, from dropping dropping liners on Memorial Day to hitting deadlines on Fourth of July to grinding through all the patio projects and weekly service contracts that we land. See that right there? It's like, you know, we, we do we get so much work and we're doing all of that work. It's not true. Um, then he said this morning, Spanish name and I uh, drove past the Salvation Army and he asked if we could could stop in so he can buy a used mattress. Needless to say, my immediate reaction was absolutely not. I'll forever be grateful for being able to do the small stuff for people. Some people get it. Some people don't. But to me, that's the coolest shit you can do. Spanish name and Spanish name will be <laughs> extra comfortable tonight. That's real boss shit. How tacky is that? <laughs> Basically, like, uh, you know what? You work for me and I'm a big shot. I can't have you sleeping on no jizzy mattress, okay? We're going to get you a mattress that you put your own jizzies on. Yeah, and then I got it. A picture, he posted a picture of this dude, like, in the fucking store. It's like, imagine that, like, being like... <laughs> Just the guy you work for posting on on social media, being like, "Ah, this guy is fucking broke as fuck." This, I feel like borderline a, illegal. I yeah, I mean yeah, I don't even know if this guy's a citizen to be to be completely okay. honest. Okay. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that. No, I know, yeah, I, know, this, I know what you meant by it. Yeah, this is the. It's just so tacky, and it's like literally just putting himself over. It's so fucking corny. It's very self-destructive in a weird way if you think about it. It's it's just like that's tacky guinea shit right there too. Yeah. I feel like you and him should hang out. You guys could just go and be two super tacky guineas. Anyway. Trust me, I have enough of those guys in my life. Yeah, but you don't got ones that are, are buying non jizzy mattresses for people. You don't have anybody in your life who's doing that. That's real bum. Look, you're making it into like an infomercial right now. You, you don't have a guy. You gotta get call a guy to get a guy to do that for you. Buy a non jizzy mattress for you. <laughs> At the one eight hundred four four five. How fucking like honestly? I, if somebody if somebody posted something like that, well, one I wouldn't. I would never be buying a juicy mattress in the first place. No. I'd rather sleep on the floor. I would. But if somebody like posted like basically like my financial situation and and like being like I helped them out. I would kill that guy. Oh, I would you, you, you should have a license to kill. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. <laughs> the last story you told me that is called Cat Creep. Let me tell you about that one. All uh, right, so we got a uh, cat creep. This one is uh, so during COVID, uh, my wife and I, like, as all the bars got shut down, and we were, you know, we were bar flies for sure. We 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 would go out like four or five times a week and like shut everything down. It was a hell of a run. But once everything uh, got shut down, all the bars and everything, uh, we kind of adapted, and so we 
you know, stocked up on nice alcohol here at the house. And like, we turned our apartment into like a little club kind of thing. Like we had that uh, different music going in each room and different lighting and shit. It was fun. Um, and then we would always go to, um, this place called Cheeseman park, which is nearby, um, late night. And we would just go to this, uh, little pavilion they have where we would bring a speaker and we would just dance there. And it was like, we were totally, totally free to do whatever we want. The cops weren't coming around. Nobody was patrolling the park, but you know, r- late night, there would sometimes be random people like walking by and it would be, you know, the, your pulse spikes a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I know. So um, we, we, we finish up a fucking crushing a dance session at this pavilion, and we're heading out of the park. Um, and I can just see very far in the distance, there is a guy walking a dog, and he I can tell he's just focused on us. Because, we, you know, we, we would dress well, too. Like, we wanted to have it be as if we were going out. Um, so we're, like, dressed real cool, and, like, I can just see this guy from, like, a mile away. And he's walking like he because he was walking at a normal pace. But then once he saw us, he started slowing down so that he could come across us like so we would naturally intersect each other, except it's not natural because he basically just stopped and waited for us to go and then started walking again. Um, And so my wife and I are walking out of the park. um, And so we're getting closer to this guy. And I just know it's like you never know what kind of weird shit's going to come out. But it's like, you know, it's going to be fucking weird. And so there's this massive cat like it's. It's like more, bigger than a house cat. I don't. I can't remember what they're called, but it's those ones that are like three cats in one. It's walking up, and he's like the cats, are like walking up towards us because we're cat people, and cats can tell we're cat people. Um, and so we're having just the sweetest moment with this little boy. But I can see out of the corner of my eye that this guy is like approaching. Um, so I say to my wife, uh, like, let's get out of here, because I know that this guy is about to approach us. And so we stand up and we start to walk, and then we just hear, "Do you guys see this cat?" And, like, we do not want to interact with this guy. Because it's, like, probably, like, at this point, it's probably, like, 3 in the morning. And he's, like, guys, guys, do you see this cat? And we're we're just, like, walking away. And then he's, like, guys, this cat is, like, worth over, like, $1,000. Can you guys help me get this cat back to my apartment? And we're, like, no. Um, Like, just, like, leave the cat. And so then uh, he's, like, no, my, my apartment's right over there. It'll only take two seconds. Like, come with me. And we're just not, it's not an option. We're not fucking doing this. Um, and so then uh, we start, I'm like, let's, let's walk. Like, let's leave. Because like, it's like, you know, honestly, fuck this cat. Uh, the cat will find its own way home. And this guy's a creep. Um, and so then he starts chasing us. And uh, like, like, he's following us very briskly. And it was like a, like in a horror or suspense movie. You know, when like somebody's yeah, like, well, like walking He was quickly. walking with the cat on a leash. What was it like? No, no, he was walking. Uh, he was walking with a dog, his dog, um, and then he was, but like he, he was basically saying that he couldn't take the cat back to his apartment because he's also got his dog with him, and it's like nobody, nobody's telling you to take this cat back. Like you're, you're deputizing yourself to be the guy who takes care of this cat. And so then he, um, we, we start walking away, and we're walking like fast because it's like a brisk walk. We're just trying to cut it off, but he starts following us, um, and he just keeps walking down the street, being like, guys, guys. I don't feel comfortable about this. And so then he's like, help me, like, help me get the cat. And I turned around and I was like, just leave the fucking cat alone. My wife is like, leave the fucking cat alone. Just leave the fucking cat. And then he, he followed us for about like four or five blocks. Uh, really and we, yeah, we, we ended up going around a corner and getting a light sprint going that put enough distance between us. But he, he would have followed us all night if we maintained pace. He, oh, yeah. he just wanted, it was not about the cat at all. He wanted to get us back in his apartment where he would probably murder and fuck us in that order. Probably. I wonder if they caught him or if he did anything such, things such in that light. 
I don't know. That that guy had not good intentions for that cat. I just did not. No, right he didn't. No, you can feel it in that story. Ugh. Um. Yeah, that was that was just ridiculous. I. That's a weird place to end this episode on. But like, hey, it's what is what is what it is. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Yeah. Well, um, I've got a few more. The the that they require a lot more time though. The coke. You're gonna love the cocaine conspiracy. There's we'll there's actual news. There's news coverage on it. What? We'll save that for next week. Absolutely. And that's been another installment of Let Us Be Idiots with Rusty Shackelford. I'm gonna cut it. Representing on Let Us Be Idiots podcast. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Lou B, U B, raw. That's a real. That's a real gig. But I'ma stay a fool, so let's be idiots. Let's be idiots. I'ma stay a fool. Let us be idiots. Let us be idiots. I'ma stay a fool. Let us be idiots. They ask me how I do it. Keep them coming with that hot flame. They oh, no. take the reins, act a fool with my pin bangs. Only place I do it is the show that gets the silliest. What? Tired of being stuffy, so I say let us be idiots. Y'all about to know that I'm the monster with the sick flow. Call me PMS, probably million stacking. Oh no, let's go. Drop lava rocks, burning infinite. Keep these bastards angry, angry bastards just don't give a. Like an airways up, bring the real deal. I feel we too much. Make them all squeal, mohill in my clutch. Make them out in our ruby, lighting it up. Got you saying, well, Lengi, you be raw. That's a real gig. That's a real gig. But I'ma stay a fool, so let's be idiots. Let's be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. Let us be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots.